Hey guys, I'm Nadia and you're listening to Moms Not Here. But before we get started, I want you to go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Moms Not Here and follow my personal at Nadia Rashan. Now, I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to Moms Not Here, a podcast for new grown-ups. Um, my name is Nadia, and I'm your host, and today's episode is about the journey of a two-time college dropout and really just how we ended up here. So I'm going to go through my whole timeline from 2017 to today, August 10th, 2021, and I'm excited. I've never really gone into detail Ever, I don't think, um, on like any social media platform on how we ended up here, how I became a professional actress, how I made the decision to leave school both times. Um, and so I'm super excited to hop right into it. Um, yeah, uh, I do want to give a trigger warning um, before we get started. In this episode, I will be talking about sexual assault, bipolar disorder, and eating disorders. Um and now, I think we could just hop on into it. Um, yay. Okay, so I graduated high school in 2017. I am from Omaha, Nebraska. Um, and so I'm very much like everyone's idea of a Midwestern chick. I swear I am a character on Glee. Um, in high school, I did show choir, but I was also a varsity cheerleader. I was on varsity track and field. I was a very active human being. And uh, my junior year, I got injured during track. And my mom let me make the decision to go ahead and just drop track altogether. Because for the 10 years before that, I had been competing as an elite athlete. I don't know if you heard that. Hold on. Okay, clearly, I just like went back and re-listened to that. You didn't hear it. Um, I got an email, and the alert came through on my computer. And I was like, ah, did they hear that? Anywho, um, I was able to stop running track and focus on theater because at that point in my life, I knew 100% that I wanted to be a professional actress. And that thought process came along from my mom, who is also an actress, um, I did my first show with her when I was about eight or nine, and of course she played my mom because theaters were able to hire her and get like a two-for-one deal because she's like, oh, I have a kid who looks just like me, Um, and she also likes to do this. Um, And so my junior year also, um, the summer before my junior year, into my sophomore year, into my junior year, there we go, um, we did a play called Show and Tell, and it was written by one of my teachers. His name is Tony Schick, and he is absolutely incredible. Um, and it was about school shootings and basically how the world always remembers the shooter, but never the victims. And we performed that at our state thespian competition And oh my goodness, um, there was not a dry eye in the house after we performed, um, mainly because um, we mentioned in the show, at the end of the show, how do I even explain this? At the end of the show, we each cast member on the stage goes through and we stand up and we say the name of a school that had um, been victim of a mass shooting. And one of the schools that we mentioned was Millard South High School which is in Omaha, and they were there 
um, their thespian troupe was there. They were in the first row. And that moment that I realized that as an actor, you have the ability to evoke empathy. I don't think I'm saying that properly, but the feeling that you are able to connect with someone on a different level without even knowing them over a shared experience that is the reason that I wanted to become an actress. Um, and so that night on the way home, like on the bus ride home from Lincoln to Omaha, just like 45 minutes, um, I made the decision and I was like, yeah, I want to do this for the rest of my life. And now here we are. Um, but moving on, I graduated high school in May of 2017. And in August of 2017, I went to Millican University um, where I intended to get a BFA in musical theater. I was there on a full tuition scholarship um, through Broadway Dreams, which is a uh, training program I had been working with since I was about 10 or, no, I was probably like 12, I think, um, 11 or 12. And super grateful for them, um, the founder, Annette Tanner, and all of the faculty and the relationships that I've built through Broadway Dreams as a whole. Um, a lot of my closest friends I've met through them, and we are all still very close. Um, but I went to Millican on a scholarship and I was having the time of my life. I loved it so much. I was able to meet new people. I know in my high school, I didn't really have a relationship with many of the black students. Um, and I joined BSU, a black student union, and, um, I also joined a burlesque dance troupe. And that is kind of where I started to really understand my sexuality, um, and fun fact, I came out through my like to my mom through text while I was at a burlesque rehearsal one night. And I was like, hey, you know I like girls too, right? And she was like, yeah, yeah, I do. And also when I came out to my sisters, I was like, hey, I'm bisexual. And they were like, yes, yes, you are. We are aware. It's very obvious. Um, so that was fun. But um, I think that in my first semester at Millican, I really got to take hold of who I was as a person. And I was only 18 and I was like in my prime. I was having the best time. Um, my first semester, I also was cast in um, 9 to 5, the musical, um, which is which was kind of cool because I didn't realize that like at that school in particular, freshmen weren't usually cast um, in shows. And so I was cast as a swing and I got to understand, like figure out how a swing works. And I was covering four different tracks and it was the most stressful and exciting thing I'd ever done. Um, so yeah, my first semester was fantastic. My second semester, however, was not the best. Um, Academically, it was fine, and everything was great up until May 5th of 2018. And from now on, the story really goes, um, the story really goes on as how one day can change the course of your entire life. Um, and, okay, number one, there is a garbage truck outside of my apartment, so I'm so sad. If you, I'm so sorry if you guys can hear that. Um, but... 
I was just reading last week. I read the book. Um, it ends with us by Colleen Hoover. 10 out of 10. Highly recommend five stars. Love the book. Um, but throughout the book, um, the character says, um, five minutes can change your life. 15 minutes can change your life. (laughs) The course of a night can change your entire life. And I'm very aware that had this night not happened, I probably wouldn't have made the decision to leave school and where I'd be right now would be so different. Um, and so on May 5th, 2018, my cat is scratching the carpet. Margaret, knock it off. Um, May 5th, 2018, I unfortunately was sexually assaulted. Um, oof. <sighs> um, and it was a night that it actually started consensual. Con- well, I literally cannot speak. A night that actually started consensually. Um but did not end that way. And I didn't think anything of it. Um, like I, I went on, like everything was fine. Like after it happened, I even stayed the night that night because I, I was just like kind of in shock and also kind of like in denial um, to the point where I didn't realize what actually had happened until like four days later. And I realized what happened when one of my friends was speaking about an experience that she had with the same guy. And I was like, holy shit. Holy shit. Okay. Woof. So now, now I know what, what's, what's going on. And it like hit me like a ton of bricks. And all I remember is I remember going to talk to my RA who had also had an experience with this guy um, and I was like, hey, when you were with him, did anything like this ever happen? And she's like, what's going on? And I disclosed to her and she's like, okay, well, I'm a mandatory reporter. And so I have to go and talk to my supervisor about this. And I'm like, okay. Okay, and at this point, I was like a hot mess. I was like crying, and I couldn't really breathe, and things were terrible. And I remember going, um, I had left her room and went back to my dorm, and I had called my mom, and I was just in tears trying to explain what happened. And my mom was like, you got to slow down. You got to speak more clear. I cannot understand you. And it's a word that I can't even, I, I still today cannot say the word and I have a hard time when people use it just casually in conversation um so I'm not gonna say it you all know the r word I I am not going to say it um and so that was May 5th and when I report like when we went to like that like through the school to do the file like the official filing of the report um they gave me the option to do an on-campus restraining order or do a Title IX case or call the police. And this was also, I think we had like a week before the last day of school. And I was like, I cannot handle this right now. I cannot do this. And so 
I made the decision for my own sanity to do an on-campus um, restraining order. And I didn't do a police report because I just didn't have the capacity to be able to handle that and also try and pass my final exams and my juries and my hurdles and all those things that my musical theater program is making us do. Um, and so I didn't do it. Um, the following week came and I, we had juries and hurdles and juries and hurdles are the, um, final exams, basically your final performances to make sure that you are excelling and moving forward in the way that you should be at the rate that you should be, um, to make sure that you're ready for the next year of the program. And for my vocal juries, um, for vocal performance, I, they were under two different days. And I think my jury was after my hurdle. So I, yeah, I don't even really remember like the order of what it happened. But I know that I did my operata stuff. I think I did it after my musical theater stuff. And some musical theater stuff, as I was going into the building... Who happens to be standing by the door? The guy. And so I um, had a very large panic attack um, and started having flashbacks. And my, as a result of that, my um, performance was horrendous, absolutely horrific. Um, and I, it was so terrible. And then um, I think the next day was my vocal performance hurdle. And my voice instructor is probably the professor that I was closest with. She and I are still close. Um, I still talk to her um, pretty often. And she came to me after um, my, my jury. And she was like, hey, what the hell happened? Like your jury? That was just gorgeous. Whatever the hell you did yesterday was trash. What's going on? Um, and I had to disclose to her, and she was like, oh, okay. Um, and so she asked for my permission to disclose to the other professors so that they knew what was going on, and I gave her the yes. Um, and things were fine with school. I was placed on um, probation for something. I think it was probably voice or ballet I don't know um I was placed on probation for something but I was still in good academic standing everything was fine um and so the end of the semester came moved out of my dorm um and went home for like a month and then I went back to um Illinois where the school is um because I was choreographing high school musical that summer um with uh a bunch of middle schoolers and high schoolers and I had the largest panic attack ever. And this is probably about two months after um, May 5th. And I had the biggest panic attack after when I tried to be intimate with a friend. We were like on good terms, this friend and I. We were like super chill. And um, we were like in the middle. <laughs> I, I was like... <gasps> 
I can't breathe. You have to get off of me right now. Get off of me. And I like started like screaming and I like pushed him off of me and ran to the bathroom. And he felt so bad. He was like, are you okay? And I was like, no, you need to leave, bro. It's not you, bro. It's me. You gotta go. And I spent like the next like three hours on my bedroom floor crying. Um, And I think that's the reason, like that's the point where I realized, okay, so this actually is affecting me. And then after that, I um, I think like a week or two after that, I went on a three-week tour with Broadway Dreams. <laughs> um, like nothing happened. I was just chilling. Um, I went on a three-week tour and we went to Calgary, Alberta, which is the most gorgeous place. I love Calgary so much. Um, and then Philly and Charlotte and... Um, while I was in Calgary, I had started talking to my mom on the phone about how maybe I didn't want to go back to school. And she was like, okay, well, you've got a couple of weeks to make the decision. Let me know what you want to do and we'll go from there. And so um, I started to talk to my mentors about it. And um, I was met with a lot of different um points of view and a lot of different opinions on the subject um obviously I didn't disclose exactly why I was thinking of leaving um and I learned that sharing exactly why I thought I was going to leave or why I was wanting to leave and not sharing get two different reactions and so initially and I wasn't sharing why I wanted to leave um, people were like, why would you do that? This is a great program. You're literally there on a scholarship. School's basically free, which it wasn't. I still was paying lots and lots of money um, because out-of-state tuition is a lot. But I digress. Um, versus when I, were, I was like, hey, this happened. I'm not handling it well. I want to leave. I don't know if I should. And then everyone was like, hell yeah, get out of there. Take care of yourself. Do what you need to do. If you need to walk away from school, then do it. And so the week of Calgary goes by, and then we go to Charlotte, and then we go to Philly. And in Philly, um, wait, fun fact. (laughs) This is so stupid. This is so stupid, and I still think about this to this day. Um, Fun fact. So... I was, I just turned 19 at this point, and I was in charge of booking my own plane tickets for these, um, for this travel, um, and I booked my ticket from Chicago to Calgary, going to Calgary, and then we were going from Calgary to Charlotte, North Carolina, and I had to book my ticket myself, and I booked the ticket, and I was like, yeah, I'm so ready, and so the day of our flight, my friends are all checking in, um, <laughs> the day I flight to Charlotte, my friends are all checking in to the flight on their phones like that morning. She can check in 24 hours in advance. And it's like not letting me check in. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, why isn't this working? I think my app's broken. And then we do the show. And after the show, we get in an Uber and we go straight to the airport. And we get to the airport and these motherfuckers look at me and say, honey, <laughs> you guys it makes me so mad still they look at me and they say oh honey your flight was last night (laughs) and I was like are you no 
no, no, you are lying. And they're like, no, yeah, this was definitely last night. And so the flight was at like 12.30 a.m. It was like at like midnight or something. And so my, my, my brain got confused as to if I should like, I don't know. I, I booked it for the day before, which I thought was the day of, but I should have booked it for the day after what I thought the day was. Basically, I had a whole thing where I was stranded in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And um, yeah, that was fun. Um, we did get a flight home. I mean, we got we got a flight to Charlotte the next day, but like it was so stressful. And I was 19 and I was like, Ugh. and also my debit card had been blocked because they thought that it was fraudulent activity because I was out of the country. And so I was having the hardest time. And one of my friends had to literally order me an Uber because my card wasn't working. I was so stressed. Basically, though, <laughs> we get to Charlotte go through Charlotte, get to Philly. And when we got to Philly, I was like, okay, I'm really thinking I don't want to go back to school because at this point, at the end of the week, I was going to be flying back to Chicago and then driving back to Decatur, Illinois and moving back into my apartment in Illinois. And I think the day before my flight back to Chicago, I called my mom and I was like, hey, I'm not going back. And my mom and my grandmother and my cousin, they came in clutch. They were like, okay, cool, we'll meet you and we'll meet you there. Don't you worry. And so they drove from Omaha to Decatur, which is about eight hours um, the next day. And they met me there. Um, they actually beat me there, I think, um, which was cool. <laughs> um, and we packed up my apartment within like two hours. And then we were back on the road and I was back in Omaha that night because um, mama don't play. My mom does not play when it comes to the safety of her children. Um, she also somehow cussed the people at the office of my apartment out um, and made them let me out of my lease. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was in August of 2018 when I moved back. And... Moving back to Omaha was probably the, the probably the best decision I could have made for my career, um, oddly enough. So I moved back home, and right away I was cast in my first professional show. Um, it was a production of The Bubbly Black Girl Sheds Her Chameleon Skin. I played Vivica Stanton, and that was my first lead um, role ever, and it was the most fun I've ever had in a show, I think. Um, Hair was really fun, too. We'll talk about hair later. But um, Bubbly was my first um, major role. And I actually won an Omaha Entertainment and Arts Award for that production, which was super duper cool. Um, but yeah, so the next order of events is really like a domino effect. And it's really, really fun to think about. Um, so yeah, August 2018, I'm cast in Bubbly. And then... In November, so you got September and October rehearsals and um, production opens, blah, blah, blah. And then November of 2018, I fly to New York City for the Broadway Dreams Showcase. Every year, the Broadway Dreams Foundation does a showcase with um, students that they invite from the summer. And I had done a three-week leg of the tour, and I got invited. And 
Um, if you're more curious about Broadway Dreams, you should go to, I think it's broadwaydreams.org, um, or you can just look them up on Instagram. Great, great, great organization. Um, so November, I go to their showcase, and then I was able to stay in New York for two weeks. I think the showcase, we only had to be there for like four days, but I stayed for two weeks because I was like, I love New York. I want to stay. And my mom was like, okay, whatever. And so I had scheduled two weeks where I was able to stay with friends. And it was the, it was so fun. Um, and then I flew home and my mom actually made me fly home early because I think there was going to be like a big snowstorm or something. And I had to fly out to beat it. Um, and so I flew out a couple of days early so that I didn't end up stranded. So that I didn't end up stranded in New York. Um, and so get back to Omaha and then like the day or a day or two after I got back it's now December and I auditioned for my second professional show which was a production of Hair at Nebraska Repertory Theater this is very important so January 2019 comes around yes I had to wait a whole month to find out if I got the role or not but I was offered the contract for Hair and I was awful awful wow Talking is literally so difficult. Um, I'm recording this in the morning. <laughs> um, but I was offered a contract for um, Denver Center's... Take a breath. I was also offered a contract for the Denver Center Performing Arts New Plays Summit, um, which is a workshop of new plays um, and it's like a two-week process. I was offered a role in a production of In the Upper Room, and I booked that through the playwright who saw me perform in Bubbly, the Bubbly Black Girl Shots of Chameleon Skin, a couple months before. And she'd actually written a review on me, and then she messaged me on Facebook, and she was like, hey, I'm doing this thing. I want you to play this role. I'm going to submit you. And so I think it was like a matter of like, two days where I got offered both of these contracts and it lined up perfectly to where I could do both of them so I think I flew back in from Denver on a Monday and that Tuesday that like that following Tuesday I started rehearsals for hair and so I had done hair um and hair I think the show closed in April um and on the day that the show closed I was offered a scholarship to the Johnny Carson School, which is the school connected to the Nebraska Repertory Theater at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. And I accepted the scholarship because I was like, I don't have anything else to do. I've taken my year off. I've seen the world, which really just meant I've seen New York. And um, this seems like the best next step. Um, <laughs> oh, Nadia. Um, and so... School started in August of 2019. Oh, wait, pause. I find it also important to say that because I went to Denver, um, I was eligible to become an equity membership candidate, which means that I became eligible to join Actors' Equity. Um, and the way that the EMC program worked, the rules just changed, and so now this is all different. Um, the way that the EMC program worked at the time was if you get 25 points, you get one point a week per project. But if you get 25 points, you are then eligible to join um, the union. 
and so I got two weeks from Denver and then I got six weeks or eight weeks from Hare um and I was like holy crap I I am officially a professional actress because I am on track to be getting my equity card um but I think literally like Three weeks ago, Equity changed the rules, and now they're doing open access. And so now anyone who does a professional show and can prove they've done a professional show is eligible. Fun fact, I have the Equity membership application sitting in my email right now, but I have not filled it out because that scares me. So it's just sitting there. Um, <laughs> and so let's rewind. So we're back in August 2019. I started Johnny Carson School. Um, but my anxiety is really bad and I'm really stressed a lot and I'm having a lot of really bad flashbacks, um, to that traumatic event and it's now September and I go and see a, um, psychiatrist and I am diagnosed with bipolar disorder, um, which is often hereditary and trauma induced and bipolar disorder runs in my family. Um, my father is bipolar. Um, I am also bipolar and, um, it is trauma induced. And so it was induced by that event and it explains my anxiety and my depression and my mood swings and things. Um, yeah, yeah. And so from like November, 2019 to July of 2020, I was having a lot of anxiety and a lot of episodes. And in the midst of this, the pandemic happened. And I actually tried to um, leave school right before the pandemic happened. I had made the decision to not come back in the fall of 2019. And, or was it the fall of 2020? Yeah, the fall of 2020, I made the decision. I was like, I'm not going to go back to school. And then I was gaslighted, gaslit into staying. That's a whole other story. But um, basically, oh, okay. So this next thing happened in July of 2020. And I have to say, okay, so from December 1st, um, 2018, the day that I auditioned for hair, to the end of July of 2020, I was dating this guy. And I think that there was genuine love there for a while. Um, but it just wasn't a healthy relationship in any in any terms. It was not healthy. And um, July of 2020, I turned 21. And at the end of the month, I broke up with him. And I'm so proud of myself for doing that. Um, But we were attending the same church. And um, that environment became very toxic. So in October of 2020, I actually left the church. And I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, Mainly because um, I had only started attending that church because the guy was like, you have to go to church with me or else we're going to break up. And I was like, no. I don't want to break up. I love you. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah. Anywho, I broke up with him at the end of July. And then in August of 2020, a lot of things happened. So, 
Reminder, we are well into the pandemic at this time. And so my junior year started and um, the pandemic made it really difficult to do theater school. Um, It was really hard to do. And I was under so much stress and my eating disorder had gotten kind of out of hand. And um, I my anxiety was also terrible. And um, there was like a lot of really terrible things that were happening um, scary things are happening. And I actually ended up in the hospital for a panic attack a year ago today, August 10th, 2020. And I remember that day specifically because it's also the day that I got my cat. And so I had driven from Lincoln to Omaha to go to the Humane Society with my mom to get a cat because I was like, you know what? I'm a single gal and I think an emotional support cat could be could be nice and so I literally got my cat and my little kitty cat and I are on my way home we're on our way home back to Lincoln and I'm on the interstate and I was having really really bad chest pain really bad pain in my left arm and so I was like 85% sure that I was having a heart attack um which is so stupid like my <laughs> it's so stupid um but I was convinced that I was having a heart attack and so I got home and the pain was only getting worse and my roommate was there and she's like what's wrong and I was like yo I think I might be dying and um she's so sweet she like ran out and she like rushed to the store and got me aspirin and stuff and took an aspirin and I was just like laying in my bed in pain and my new cat just in the corner staring at us like what the hell is going on and um so my roommate took me to the hospital um and they're like oh no you're just having an anxiety attack and I was like oh so those are back cool um yeah so August was a lot August was a heck of a lot um And then October came around and I decided to leave the church because that was a whole toxic environment Um, in major part to the ex-boyfriend that I had just broken it off with a couple of months before. Um, uh, Yeah. So November of 2020 to March of 2021, I kind of just did school. Um, and was just dealing with my mental health and just chilling. At this point, I was struggling mentally, um, and I was in therapy, but I wasn't, like, I was not passionate about school at, like, at all, and it was very evident that I was simply in school because I had to be in school. In March of 2021, I started my own social media management business called Innovation Media Management, um, where I do graphic design and video editing and content creation for other companies, and I get contracted to work with them. Um, and it's a really, it's, it's, I really enjoy it. Um, but that was like the one big like highlight thing that happened in March. Now April came around, y'all. April came around, baby, and y'all, I was tired as hell. But I crossed into Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. I was the ace of my line. And fun fact, my mom is my ace club because when she pledged Delta, um, she was also the ace of her line. And so that's a really fun connection my mom and I get to have as she's my mom and I'm her daughter and we're also sorority sisters. Um, 
So that was in April. That was the big event of April of this year. And in May, May is when a lot of decisions started to happen. And so I went to New York City um, to shoot a music video for a dance workshop that I coordinated. And um, the show is called Delusion, the Houdini Musical. And you can follow them on Instagram at, um, at Houdini on Broadway. And it was written by a really good friend of mine, Belint Varga. Um, and I got to coordinate the entire shoot. Um, it was a dance workshop that we like filmed two music videos with. And you can find those on the Houdini Instagram page. Um, but I got to coordinate it. I got to cast it, which was really cool. I got to bring in some a bunch of my awesome friends who are incredible dancers. I got to dance in it. Um, and it was it was fantastic. And that's the moment where I realized like, oh, so this is what I want to be doing and I can do it because I'm doing it right now. Why do I need to finish school um, at this point? And so from this trip, I gained a ton of momentum um, and decided to move. And I came home and in June, I choreographed two shows here Um and then I also was in a show, and I also taught all summer, and it is now August of 2021, present day, and I have officially booked one of my dream roles, um, which I will do an episode on soon, um, but I'm so excited to get to play this role, and it, it's, a, it's a dream, and I'm so glad that it's coming true, and yeah, today's, it's August now, and in November, I will be moving to New York City. And all of the things are set, the plans are in motion, everything's happening. And I think it's crazy how one, one decision can literally change the course of your entire life. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm going to let you go, but don't forget, your energy is currency. Only spend it on those who deserve it. My friends, thank you all so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please feel free to leave a review. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at momsnothere. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. Peace. Thank you.